Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. Thursday's Terrace Podcast, the podcast which has little to nothing to announce this week at all really. Uh, I'm Graham Phyllis and the Leibrooks Premiership has returned to our screens and pitches and thankfully we've managed to finally find an Edinburgh member of the Terrace Podcast to discuss it after the body in their city take last, took last night. Welcome to Glasgow, Duncan McKay. Hello. And rounding off the lineup tonight we've got Andy Harrell. Hiya. Magic. Uh, in a slightly different take to our regular roundup shows as we've had two games in quick succession unless you're Falkirk. Um, <laughs> after winter break we're going to commit to three minutes to each team and each of us are going to give us searing hot takes uh, on this and the whole point is they'll snap judgments and they're stupid so I've done my very best um, as of the other guys so we'll go I was going to go by league position so we'll start at Celtic and then end up at the bottom but we'll go with that um, so right as I say what we'll do is snap takes three minutes for each one we'll get started and get absolutely battered through it so Celtic give me your hot takes I've got two hot takes on Celtic <laughs> First one is Wea the signing of Wea will ensure that they'll win the league by at least ten points. Okay. Is my first one. And the second one is I'm bored of those disco lights already. <laughs> I was really glad the other night when I was at last night when Sean said, Is it just me or does everyone think their telly's broken every time Celtic score now? Because I genuinely thought my telly was broken. I'm really worried that I now sound like Sean McGuigan, which is a very terrifying thing. But yeah, I was I absolutely I'm in full agreement with him on that. I genuinely thought my telly was broken. Yeah, like the thing is, I think we have to treat treat them with uh, with 
like we would a four million pound signing because yeah, that's yeah. how much they paid for them. So uh, in that sense, you know, in that sense, we, we do need you should probably talk about them. Um, I I can see the point with them at big European yeah. nights. Even at five fifteen kickoffs against the Airdrie audience, not so much. That, that's the thing. Unlike a four million pound signing, they have to actually play in the Scottish <laughs> Cup fourth <laughs> round. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't normally bother. It'd look weird when there's nobody in the ground, do really. like, just I mean, it does disguise the fact that there's vast empty spaces, but that's about it for the... Because the they're the hiding yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy, what, what takes it do you have of myself? I, I had uh, about way as well. Um, I had a, an aborted uh, driving test today. Uh, and it, But the only useful thing I got out of it was that my driving instructor's a Celtic fan, and he was <laughs> quite impressed by way over the over the... Surprisingly impressed with... Uh, but yesterday, but mainly with where the fact that he said he's only had twenty minutes here and there, but actually he's he basically wants him already for next season, which is a, a pretty hot take. So, so on my following on from that, my hot take on it is kind of that, is essentially that if Celtic are going to suffer massively if they continue to shop in the loan market like they have been doing and picking up where and Buck. I think from what we've seen of Weir and from all the hyperbole around it and its snap judgments, he's going to be brilliant. As Duncan says, he's going to tear up the league for the next however many months and Celtic are going to win the league comfortably. However, what's going to happen here, I think, is that from what I gather, he was just about on the fringes of the PSG team as it is. If he spends six months in Glasgow absolutely smashing everything in front of him, even if it's just in the last 20 minutes, he comes on every game in the last 20 minutes and scores, he's going to have an incredible goal record when he goes back to Paris. Mm. Despite the assurances from Paul Oh, play it, play in a less competitive league. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. After so after six months here, he's going to go back to PSG. They're going to look at him and either go right. Our season domestically is basically over after about five months. So at that point, we can play whatever the fuck we like. We can now keep you here for five months. Do that. Have you scoring goals here? And he will not be back at Celtic next year. If Oliver Butt does the same thing, he won't be back either, which puts Celtic back at square mm-hmm. one, still needing fullbacks, still needing centre halves, and still needing centre forwards. Three minutes. Bang. That's Bang quite annoying. That's quite an annoying beep. I didn't know it was going to be that annoying, so my apologies for that. Uh, so, as I said, we will do it as on league position. So, next up, we've got Kilmarnock. Yes, uh, well, uh, I'll go this one. Uh, Brophy is going to be their main man for the foreseeable future. Not just this season. So he's already got 10 goals in all competitions and 9 in the league. Uh, he caused Rangers all sorts of trouble last night. Um, he only got eight, he got 8 in total last season, didn't score after March. Before that, as far as I can tell, 7 was the most he got when he was at Queen's Park. He looks like he's up for uh, replacing Stewart, even though he was already playing. Yeah. He looks like he's taking on responsibility for two players. I think that... Uh, He'll be the business going forward. Mine is similarly wolf, wolf pack related, uh, <laughs> and that is I think I think Brophy has shown enough that he should be he have some inclusion in the next few Scotland squads. I think there's enough of a player there that I'm not saying I've not seen start him in these in these uh, forthcoming games, but I think there's enough there, and you can see the development curve on him and his willingness to learn. I would have him in the squad to learn from other players, and further than that I've got another thing I've got just a sneaky suspicion in my waters that Kilmarnock <laughs> are, uh, are going to win the Scottish Cup this year so I'm pretty sure that I had Kilmarnock down as Scottish Cup winners on my prediction at what because we had a big predictor yeah. thing what, and I'm pretty sure I put Kilmarnock down on that partially because I bought into 
uh, Robert Borthwick's nonsense about when hearts are good, Kilmarnock are good. <laughs> which, yeah, well, well, this, which that as, it, as, it, as it turns out, is kind of right. Like up to the point where hearts absolutely fell apart during yeah. the season. But he might kind of have a point on it. But um, I mean, it's not like he listens, so I won't have to admit it to him. So it's fine. Um, but I think I'm, I'm fully with you on that as well. And I, f- I would be absolutely delighted to see Brophy in the Scotland squad. Mainly so that we can start punting those Eamon Brophy t-shirts that we keep insisting <laughs> that we're going to make. Um, my hot take in Kilmarnock is that I reckon uh, Steve Clark's revenge tour is going to be by miles the most entertaining <laughs> bit of the second half of the season. Uh, an incredible yeah. man for taking receipts, for knowing where the receipts are. Like, that is all, like he just... I think I you know there's that th- the, 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 apparently Jim Weir has a, a thing in his book where he makes a note of every single uh, thing he does wrong in yeah. his management career. I think Steve Clark has a second room in his house <laughs> that is dedicated volume for volumes of people who have slighted him in one way or another, and he's just stored up. And he's, he's he, like it's not it's not revenge as such, yeah. but he just he just knows yeah, yeah. who he needs to. And it's fuck never going to be a very obvious thing that he does. It's just going to be casually dropped out, yeah. Yeah. more casually than he has been with Greg Stewart over the last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> the player <laughs> <laughs> over the last week. But yeah, he is uh, Steve Clark. I reckon is going to dedicate the rest of his season as he did last night to beating Rangers <laughs> um, with Jordan Jones, not just beating Rangers, but beating Rangers with their own bat, essentially, yeah. <laughs> so smashing about the head. With their own bat, and then following that up with absolutely eviscerating Aberdeen. I can't wait, like, because yeah. at some point or another, revenge will be. <laughs> it's going to be so, yeah. so good. And that's three minutes on Kilmarnock. Ah, fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so that takes us on to Rangers. The hottest of takes. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to go on this. On the 24th of January 2020, Stephen Gerrard will not be in charge of Rangers Football Club, one way or another. Okay, one what, year. Today. What, what way do you think it's going to go? Resigned or given another job somewhere else? That's well. I think that's my pro- that's my problem. <laughs> like I'm not quite sure. I, I can't work out if it's just going to go go to hell in the handcart and just descend very quickly, or there is an element where someone down in England will take a punt on them because of of name recognition value, and at which at that point I want. I want there to be cameras at Lennox Town as Brendan Rodgers <laughs> finds out that Steve Gerrard has been given probably a job that Brent, like Brendan Rodgers is, is probably more qualified for, but yet still wasn't given. So yeah, that, that I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy either way, but okay. I just I just yeah. there's just some, there's just. It, it doesn't strike me he's here, he's here for the long term. No. Oh no, he's, n- he's never been he's here said, for the long he's term. He's definitely not here for the in the road. No, 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 no. no. He's, he's not committing to that no. by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, for me, Rangers' defence is no better than all the other terrible defences they've had <laughs> since the reform. <laughs> I mean, on paper, it's maybe marginally better. There's less of the kamikaze yeah. stuff apart from, from Joe last night. Yeah. Yeah. There's less of that, but they're still a poor defence. Yeah. You wouldn't be in any way convinced they're going to keep any clean sheets. Uh, they've still got issues in terms of where the full backs go forward and it leaves the centre half exposed. They've not got a centre half partnership that works. They're it, not very good. Every one of those centre halves, with the exception of Gareth McCauley, because he's played about two games, yeah. mm-hmm. Katic, Goldson, and uh, Worrell have made catastrophic errors. Yeah. Katic was. Like point dropping yeah, errors, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallen apart. Um, Worrell, obviously, last night and in other previous games. Goldson against Motherwell and against Aberdeen as well when he jumped out the ball. <laughs> I'm entirely with you on that. I think it's a very odd insistence that they're so much dramatically better. Yeah. I, I reckon out of the last like five years of Rangers centre halves, you could probably pick a good partnership out of the collective of them. Yeah. 
probably. Yeah, or uh, Gareth, or Gareth McCauley ten years ago, five yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I my hot take is that the winter break um, will be the high point at Stephen Gerrard's time at Rangers. Um, Wait, in what, terms just of just that, that'll be yeah, yeah. like <laughs> No, just that. <laughs> and a lovely, lovely two weeks so What was your favourite yeah. thing about your time at Rangers? The holiday in Dubai. It's lovely. Basking in the, the, yeah. the Celtic game and then bringing back yeah, Davis and yeah, Defoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won an old firm game the first time that they've done it in God only knows how long. In 90 minutes. They were level on points, they signed Davis, they signed Defoe. I think those are bad signings. I think those are mistakes because you're going to shoehorn out. Uh, I'm going to pause this because that annoy- that beeper's really annoying. Um, <laughs> Look, that's already dedicated more than three minutes. I know, I know. Sorry, sorry, totally football show. Um, but it's like the- shoehorn and Davison to fall last night was a mistake given that the best performance they had all season was against Rangers when they had Candace mm-hmm. and they chased people down. Yeah, yeah. It was bizarre. It was, yeah, bizarre, bizarre thing to change at that point. I don't get why, but. No, it, it, just build it, it, the anticipation for Defoe and Davis playing. Yeah, like, yeah. But again, but, your best performance in your last six years. Like, why change it? That's no. just gonna happen when you've got a young manager who doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next three minutes is dedicated to Aberdeen. I'll go straight ahead. Yeah. I think they're going to be very, very close to the top. I think they're going to be. I mean, I think whether Rangers maintain their challenge, whether Kilmarnock maintain their challenge, I hope both do. We assume Celtic are going to be right there. I think Aberdeen are going to be there right until the very end. I don't agree that Celtic are going to win the league by 10 points. I think Aberdeen will be right up there right to the very end. They've got low back, which is huge mm. for them. Essentially, Gleeson and Hoban, without wanting to say it, they are essentially like new signings for them in the January window. They now are apparently fit and are going to be coming back into the team. Devlin's back in, I think, a couple of weeks as well. So... They're going to, I think they're going to be right there. Stuart, whether he's, I know there's been a, an endless debate in the terrace as to whether Stuart going wide or being at Aberdeen <laughs> is a bad thing or a good thing. Whatever happens, he's another body that can play wide or can play central, which means you uh, don't need to play Niall McGinn. Niall can win games as well. Yes. He also, Niall McGinn looks fucking knackered <laughs> more than anything else. So yeah, I think they're going to be there right up until the very end, as well as that. I mean, Sarkar's Grove was almost on a hat trick, or almost scored a hat trick last mm. night. So yeah. Yeah, my my uh, my hot take is is um, Cosgrove related in terms of I think he's going to win the Ballon d'Or, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not the it's a theme rather than a statement or whatever. But it's just that this idea is that we have doubted McInnes a lot, but he does show incredible faith in his players, and more often than not, they do come good. You know, even you know, so we're getting this thing with um, Stevie May. Yeah, uh, he's, like he's not scoring, but he's doing like he's he's contributing. Yeah. Even last night as well was involved in the goals. Yeah, um, and uh, and you've seen it with Cosgrove. Like Cosgrove, I think the amount of Aberdeen fans and neutrals that would have bombed Cosgrove out of the squad yeah. you know months ago yeah. when he wasn't performing, and now he has now. Could he, could he do the same to James Wilson? I don't think so. But, like, you know, but was, um, and, and another thing that uh, Aberdeen need to do is never wear grey socks with that white shirt. They all look like they, they look like guys that forgot their gym. You know, like you know, at school when they made the oh, dreadful. To pick something out of the bin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mine was Cosgrove as well. I think you need to start him above uh, Greg Stewart because he's got nine goals in eight games. And he looks like a centre forward. Greg Stewart also does, but the way that Aberdeen play, you can't necessarily play two forwards. It's, it's not going to necessarily work yeah. with Cosgrove at the moment. So you play Cosgrove, and if you can fix your 
if you can shoehorn Stuart in, fine. If you can't, leave him out. Yeah, I mean, I think we had that discussion elsewhere, and maybe in the group chat that, that Stuart, you can play Stuart out wide. Yeah, uh, if you do it like yeah, yeah, MD, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you just give them like when you which they, again, which again they can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. possibility for them? And, as well. but, not, but not if you want to play him as a as essentially a right midfielder, yeah. Yeah. which is not just not given, what them, given the freedom, given the support to do that, all allow me to do that. And again, there was the Aberdeen fan saying last night that every time Cosgrove got on the ball, he was just the, the, the crowd were just getting excited about it, which yeah. seems. For, or rewind three months that's mental yeah. he's also awesome. massive like, yeah. he's, yeah. Just, like yeah. he's, he's just a big he's just a big guy he's like he just looks a, he's still every time I see him in highlights he just looks like a computer glitch yeah. like, <laughs> excellent right three minutes on Aberdeen right three minutes on St Johnston snap judgments right. snap judgments well, they'll finish in the top six that's what I'm going for easy they'll finish easy in the top six they've got Wall, O'Halloran, Kennedy, um, sort of up front, which is a, a pretty decent three, even though they've um, lost Ray Wright. Uh, hopefully they'll keep Shaughnessy. Their defence is uh, only because he did 24 goals. They've kept 12 clean sheets all season. They've got Murray Davidson. Do I need to say anything else? Like, <laughs> come on, he's, like, he's a really solid central midfielder. He's been there forever and he still scores goals all the time. So I think they will be no, but given how consistent they are I don't think there'll be any bother about them finishing in the top six the way it's going Hearts have been great at periods and they've been awful uh, Hibs have been awful and occasionally great Bits and Johnson just steady my one is I don't think Michael this this third time around for Michael Halloran is going to work <laughs> no like I, like, I just uh, um, I think there's, there's a, you've gone to the well too many times on that one and I just I think I'm not sure but it seems to me that O'Halloran's ego Requires him to be starting every week, and I don't think that's going to happen because I, because I think that, that I think Kennedy and Watt are a much better strike force option, and then you might you can maybe try and shoehorn him in on the left. I think I, I, think, I think he'll play. I think he'll play, and I think he'll play wide because Tommy Wright fucking yeah, loves Michael. <laughs> yeah, absolutely loves Michael Halloran. Um, my hot take is that um, what's the only thing St Johnston need to do for the rest of the season is get Tony Watt signed up on a long term deal. It is. If I was a St Johnston fan, I'd be very nervous because Tony Watt keeps talking about how he's going to sign a long-term deal at St Johnston. Going to sign a long-term deal and signing a long-term deal are two entirely different things. I, I don't doubt that he's he's really enjoying life there. And again, alongside we said at the start of the season that him and Tommy Wright was either going to work perfectly or it wasn't going to work at all. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, work perfectly. Tony Watt is terrific in that St Johnston attack. He needs that stability. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you just. He's, you a, can... he's 25 years old and has played at 10 clubs. Yeah. He now is at a club where he's loved by the manager. The fans are, I presume, very, he's very popular with them, and he makes every part of that St Johnston attack better just mm-hmm. by being there and by playing. He brings, he makes, um, he makes Kennedy a better player playing alongside him. He, if Halloran is there, I think as well. The reason I think Halloran will play is that if you have a look at this is incredibly nerdy. If you look at Tony <laughs> Watts' heat, heat maps on average for the season. The most touches he's taking are on sort of the edge of the 18-yard box, and he's coming deeper to get the ball wide and then playing off other people, which is fine because it's working for St Johnston. But if Halloran is there, that gives him a different sort of direct threat, which means that he can go in the box and actually score some goals, mm. which I presume is what he would really like to do, aside from film reviews. Um, so yeah, not correct. Him. He's absolutely brilliant. I love him a bit. So yeah, they should they have to sign Tony Watt. Cool. Three minutes. Mm. Uh, who does that take us to three minutes oh, this, right, this one is going to be a struggle right because three minutes of hot takes on the hearts 
<laughs> three minutes all it takes in the hearts is going to be a real challenge to fit these all in it's alright Duncan you can crack us off on the hearts no Naismith no party that's my first one <laughs> Uh, no, the second one is never, ever, 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 ever hype players before they come to Scottish football. There is no, there's no benefit that comes from it. There's absolutely none, and that, and we've seen that by Vanacek, who was hyped as this big physical guy. And you, they were talking about last night. He's got to use his strength. He's like, he just happens to be six foot four. He looks like a Lancaster pissed, to be honest. Like, I don't think that, like it's in. Oh, you got to use the strength. It's like I'm six foot four. I'm pretty weak. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, okay, I'm not a professional athlete, uh, unfortunately. But you know, like, um, it's just this a very very weird thing. And you know, this idea. I don't think the Czech second division is the most physical league in the world. I'm just gonna dive straight on this. Because I've got the David Vanacek we're playing for Livingston in season 2920. <laughs> They've essentially bought Connor Salmon with hair and a beard. Like, <laughs> and, good, and good Instagram game. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Connor's got a but, private Instagram. But, I don't well, know. but sometimes that's all Hearts fans need, just somebody who's really good at social media. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and really yeah. thirsty for fans. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's, that's sometimes, uh, that's sometimes uh, will get... Uh, I mean, Danny Granger's so still dining <laughs> out on it, so maybe, maybe. Uh, like, yeah, oh, he couldn't trap a ball, but oh, could he put some some decent emojis on a, on an Instagram story? Uh, yes, yeah, David Vanacek is not. He's not going to do it. He's yeah. just not, no. is he? Like, no, yeah. I think I think you can tell by Levine's interview last yeah. night that there might be if he was allowed to, to bring back pre-season training at Govan Beach. Uh, you know, that, that, I think yeah. that's where he's, he's, he's about to go on the same uh, the same. Uh, what was it? a manco went on a, on a boot camp for, yeah. two, for two weeks because he couldn't he wasn't fit enough to run about couldn't Excellent. play football yes. um, yeah I can't wait till uh, Hearts end up finishing the season in ninth after <laughs> ha- having Vanacek and Sean clear up because <laughs> Nate Smith gets injured uh, I've actually gone slightly wider in the um, Levine's transfer policy has had more flumps and successes I'm just going to run through them I think it's, it's roughly 50-50 but I'm going to chuck some down to the, the bad camp but in the good camp Zlamal's alright Doyle's alright Lee's quite good Bosnich's fine Garuccio's alright Dunn's good Naismith is obviously good Uche and Haring no problem about them however fuck, how many signings have they made by the way anyway Vanacek Rubbish, Claire, rubbish, Edwards a flop, Mulroney appalling, Mitchell rubbish, right, uh, who's uh, right? Who's that? Um, <laughs> I, can't even, I meant white, I meant white, right, right, and I was said white. Uh, he's rubbish, Decamona's rubbish, Burns, pff, uh, whatever, Steve McLean's been rubbish, and I'm just going to put Shaughnessy just to tip it into the flump category yep. because we've only seen a wee bit of them. Do you know what, right? We, we actually run out of three minutes, but I really want to get mine in because I really liked mine. So, Hearts have, they essentially having a squad depth similar to the cast of Ben Hart has, has turned out to be a bit pointless, <laughs> given that like six of them are essentially seven and a half. I know Michael Smith isn't is normally a seven and a half but Smith, Shortness, Suter, Berra, Hughes and Dickamona nope um, and then you get Steve, another six set of forwards in Naismith, White and McLean, Vanacek, Kina and Uchi and then another six central midfielders in Herring, Bazanich, Lee, Cochran, Edwards and Mallory Martin they've also got Connor Salmon in there as well so you're actually seven centre forwards with an extra one out on loan is it possible, right, that Hearts potentially need a director of football? <laughs> <laughs> Just as a potential suggestion, and that might stop you having 18 or 19 That's players weird. across three yeah. positions. <laughs> Excellent, right, smashing. Right, we'll move on to the next three minutes, of which will be uh, the Amble Machine Livingston. 
So my hot take is that Livingston will continue their signing policy of only signing, with a few exceptions, players that look like they are also part-time fitness instructors. <laughs> so that was getting good thing now. No, 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 no. I was decided to be very strange. <laughs> But literally all of them look like they should be working yeah, in yeah, gyms, do, yeah, offering yeah. people... Well, so at, that, apart apart from Ryan Hardy, who looks like he should be behind like the counter, like, serving... Is there a possibility <laughs> um, that they could... Oh, God, there's absolutely passed in my head. No, never mind, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, that's my... Like, yeah. well, well, I was going to say, is there a possibility they can sign Ross Callahan because he's 100% <laughs> yeah. in that mold? <laughs> I genuinely think that's probably a possibility for the preaching. The thing is, right, I'm just going to dive straight in here because to me, and I know I did this before Christmas, it went really badly for me, but I worry that things will unravel very, very quickly at Livingston and that their starting 11 doesn't really change. There's a couple of bodies Mm. coming in and out, but in amongst that, you're looking at Gallagher, Lithgow and Halkett, which is the base of it. Halkett's going to go. Gallagher might go. There's not, there's not, there's enough teams that are willing to take a punt on him, uh, and the midfielders as well. You've got like Burn as well, who's it's a bunch of guys that are coming out of contract, and you're then looking to replace them with guys of a similar, not even ability, but just mindset in the way they approach the game. And there's not many of them in the no, championship, and <laughs> where you have to be shopping. Well, this but. is it, and they've seen Greg Wilde and Chris Erskine. These are not the, that's not who these yeah. people are. Maybe by the time that it gets to the end of the season, they'll be Levy and they'll be in that same sort of mould of those players. But I, I just I don't see it, and it's uh, the real problem for them is that they either need to evolve what they do, or they need to replace. Which is and evolving's got to be the easier way to do it. Conversely, because trying to replace what they've got looks really really difficult. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't even really believe mine. Uh, Ryan Hardy <laughs> uh, is going to end up scoring fifteen goals and getting a move to one of the bigger teams uh, in the league. So a Hearts or Hibs or. Um, or an Aberdeen or something like that is going to randomly just buy I'm on the off chance that he's going to be like that I player. do actually I do wonder about um, Hardy particularly because Rangers gave him a contract extension which will take him up to I think when he's 23 so they, they're guaranteed mm. some sort mm-hmm. of uh, tribunal fee for him which means that might actually work against him it's going to work against him it's going to work against Livingston particularly because yeah. if he scores as you say I think he will score a bunch of goals yeah. in the second half of the season if he scores 15 goals for Livy they can't afford him yeah. because he's played too many games and he's scored too many so every, every goal that he scores yeah, is adding uh, like an extra 10 grand he's yeah. trying to know for you well, I should have said it should actually have been he'll be signed for a, by a League 1 team realistically <laughs> <laughs> more likely isn't it like, I think that's possibly more likely simply because I don't think anyone else would pay, pay what the tribunal yeah, feel yeah, end up yeah, being for him yeah. uh, smashing three minutes to Lewiston right that gives us three minutes on the hips which I think could end up being a bit cathartic but um Carry on, three minutes in the hips. Oh, we're shite. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. Oh, last night was bad. Like, just there is a team there. That, I think that's the infuriating thing. There's enough. There's enough players in that squad that there should be a, a that should be top six and should be actually competing near the top of the. I'm not saying title contenders, but there's enough talent there. But. Jesus, I wish Neil Lennon would stop doing his uh, positional tombola because it's yeah, it's not it's not good, it's not helpful. Uh, yeah, just uh, I don't, uh, that's that's just noise you're going to get from me because like and and the thing is you got your set like Gold looks good. Oh, he he was kind of bu- not bu- he was bullied a lot about the game last night. There's no doubt about it, because he was playing on the right wing. He was playing on the right wing, or he was playing 
you know, quite far yeah, yeah. ahead, like quite far uh, up the pitch in the number ten. But you look behind them, and his other centre partner, centre midfield partner, Stevie Mallon, was either not there because <laughs> he's invisible sometimes on the pitch, or forty yards behind them. Like there's, yeah, there's, um, so uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'll. Uh, Oh, that's all I'll say at the moment. But yeah, I'm. I, it there's elements of it can go go quite well for the rest of the season, or it could be an absolute shit fest. Yep. And I think I know most people will be looking for the shit fest because uh, <laughs> everyone loves them Gary Parker interviews. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something today say that he looks like he lives under a bridge. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, a, that's an insult to people that live under bridges. It looks like he lives in a very isolated community up a hill in a civilization that has just recently been discovered by a National Geographic plane. <laughs> Andy, what have you got? Uh, just on following on from what uh, Duncan was saying at the end there, I'm just ready to stick a pin in Hibs and just stop talking about them. I mean, why are we bothering? Like, there is no reason to talk about them anymore. We spent the first half of the season talking about, will they get second? Can they still be in the top six? Who cares anymore? They're rubbish. They're seven points off a of six, they're 15 off a of Kelly. They've got, strikers, yeah, they've, got, they've got strikers that can't score, they're going to waste gold, they've got crap old defenders. Um, what's the point anymore? They're not going to get relegated, let's just stop talking about them. Like, the only good thing to talk about is Lennon. And even he's getting bored. I'm done. Right, and again, just to, to follow up on this. Uh, my take on Hibs is that Hibs have far too many players and not enough places to put them in and well. they've got Milligan, Slivka, Gold, Malin, Murray Omionga, potentially Allen and Bartley who all play centrally and then you've got Daryl Hogan to, to, to cover the entirety of the left hand <laughs> side of the field oh, but even then doesn't even hug the, ta- the touchline like, 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 like he's like someone there's someone else in the field with a magnet on him trying to pull him into the middle it's oh Jesus so we, we had an absolute horror show last it is, night it's a real shame that we ran out of, we ran out of three minutes because I'm truly enjoying that um, so we've got three minutes of hot takes on Motherwell Football Club David Turnbull young player of the year oh that's a big shout mainly because Kieran Tierney will probably win it again <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say like he is I think the second half of the season he's going to ball his way through it. I think he's going to be so good as long as we keep him away from a holding role. Yeah. And like we did against Ross County, which was ridiculous. Um, but if you keep him in the final third of the field, he's just a couple of times last night. You could see the centre forwards not realising the ball was as good as it was. Like Tumble's picking up passes that centre forwards can't see. Yeah. Uh, defenders certainly can't see it. There was one he, the one he clipped to the outside of his foot was unbelievable, and the one he put into Salmon as well. Salmon should absolutely have scored it, but again, I've said a false kind of Connor Salmon, couldn't Connor Salmon. Yeah, yeah, well, um, but yeah, some absolutely, some of his passing last night was absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yeah, uh, you go, Graham. Since uh, I'm going to go team. that Stephen Robinson is going to turn it around, and it will be solely through youth that he does it, and he's going to get it right up people, which I'm fully here for. <laughs> this is also very much wishful thinking on my part, so we'll see how this goes. Um, but Robinson has regular from the Motherwell fans taken a bit of. Um, Stick that he doesn't trust young players, he doesn't use young players enough, which is a lot of shite. Um, and that all he does, like, uh, so many, like, so he's, he's given Livingston his debut, he didn't give Campbell his debut, but he's, he's brought him into the first team, he gave Turnbull his debut, I think he's, and McGee gave Hasty his debut, but you know, he's brought, he put him in that, put him to Alloa, he performed, he's brought him back last night, he was, I thought that Turnbull, Turnbull and uh, Hasty last night were both of them absolutely superb. 
um, because he just runs at people has absolutely no fear whatsoever and it's great value um, he will I think he's going to rely on these guys I think eventually at some point in the near future he's going to turn to James Scott as well and um, the centre forward who I swear every time I turn around because he sits behind us in the main stand gets fucking bigger um, <laughs> somehow he's just the bigger he's like he's like 19 and he looks like he's a house unbelievable he's, I think he's going to turn to him at some point in the near future as well so it's going to be through youth we're going to play attacking football <laughs> I think we're going to be an awful lot better for it. I still think we'll finish. Might catch Hibs. It depends how many times Hibs play Celtic, essentially, because how many times they play Hibs, how many times they've got left to play Celtic and Rangers, that's how many points they're going to get. Um, it's almost like you're suggesting Neil Lennon is uh, performs for cameras. Uh, so. Could be, but yeah, that's yeah, essentially that. Yeah, that, to be honest, mine's exactly the same. I've just said about playing as many young players as possible because you're in that position now where yeah. you're probably not going to get relegated you're not oh, going to yeah. get dragged into it a win on Saturday a Saturday against <laughs> yeah. Dundee probably makes us yeah. safe just because they, they know that none of the rest of the teams are going to beat enough with each other yeah. To, yeah. And, that, and that is, it's actually sometimes quite a nice like thing to go uh-huh. to the football to, just, like, to know that hey, I'm not, uh, these games the results don't matter so much but you're getting to see young like I know, yeah, yeah. Like, I know that like, you're not yeah. allowed to say this in this era. Of, yeah. you know, you're, I must be perpetually angry, or yeah. it's, or uh, or football's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. But like there is actually a bit of a joy in terms of like being like that's a bit of a safety net. Yeah. Like it's like and and I'm getting to see something different. Like you know if he was if Robinson was insisting on, on, on uh, you know playing continually playing your 32 year olds that yeah. might yeah. be out of contract yeah. that, that are not really born last, but you're getting to see some players and some of them will have horror shows. Yeah. But but again, that's what you'll pay money to see it, and you want yeah. to see it, and you want to see you want to see your team do well. So essentially, yeah, I yeah. think I think I'll be fine. Magic. That's three minutes on well, slightly over three minutes on Motherwell. Um, <clears throat> so we'll move on to three minutes on Hamilton Aki's, which should be some patter. <laughs> what the hell? I, I, I feel like I feel yep. the three hot takes might be quite similar yeah, on this yeah. one, but I think from different perspectives. I've just said they're going down. I've got Tony Andrews not enough to keep Aki's up. Yeah, the defence is terrible. Uh, the the game uh, against Aberdeen, they were all over the place defensively. I mean, all four, you know, it was supposed to be a line, sort of roughly <laughs> in the back four, and it was <laughs> kind of a concept yeah, of yeah, yeah, defence. Terrible. <laughs> uh, they've got no real leaders there. That midfield is. Ty, Ty was never been good. No. Emery's good every seven or eight games, yeah. and then Andre, as you say, I don't think he's going to be enough this time to uh, to do it. Andre's played twenty one minutes since October until last night, when obviously yeah. he played a good bit more. Yeah. But he's he's barely played for Coventry. The Coventry fans seem to be suggesting that after he was injured last season, he was good and he got injured, and he's just never been the same again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I think I I don't think he's enough. If they're hoping that he's going to be the guy that took them to the top of the table, which he was a big part of that team, but there was just so many better players mm. in that team. You're essentially asking him to come and recreate magic when he's got like I don't know bits of brick to play yeah. with. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I don't see it. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, we say it all, all, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So, but they're just, it does feel like they've, they've run out of road. Yeah. Now, like, I think, I think everything's just a bit tired. I mean, I think, uh, Tom Tywo as a signing, if that is, the, that, if that is your yeah. ambition, then that's you know, the, that's your. That's the cock shell of bold of signings, just like, yeah. uh, it's there, I suppose. Yeah, so we'll just take, like, and, and you know, yeah, it's just it's just they're not they're not scoring enough either. You know, they don't look like they're yeah. they're capable of getting. Like you you just see that thing when they go down when they lose a goal, 
maybe it's more perception than reality. I've not I've not looked at the their their scoring chart, but you're like, well, you just you know you you're not capable. You don't yeah. look at them and think last team capable of getting two goals. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they might get an equaliser, yeah. but like you, know, it's, that stage one, one point is not enough. Like, you know, the, the derby game before. Or, just after Christmas, before Christmas, just after Christmas, it really sort of sealed it for me. And that in the past, Aki's would have gone and go up and at the very least come away with a point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Much, much better Motherwell teams than they are just now have gone to Hamilton and lost and or lost a goal. Like, the Motherwell team that is just now is not, not nearly as good as some of them. And they just, even after they scored, never really gave the impression that Motherwell were going to do anything other than win the game and I could be wrong but it feels to me like the the, the conveyor belt of talent is yeah, kind of that. Really I mean good. I think they signed Scott Martin I think from Hibs yeah. uh, and I think he might become a base have been injured a lot of the time like I don't like but that's a signing like the the, the, the fabled academy you know, so there's, there's guys that do seem to be doing great guns in the yeah. in the European stuff but we're not seeing there's, 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 there's a gap between there and the assumption that they, they would keep Lewis Ferguson for another season so, yeah. or whatever. But he did again. He didn't sign a deal. He's not going to stay. Yeah. And I think that I think. To and me, that's I, one. Why, if you were an Aki's young player that was promising, why would you? Why yeah, would you sign yeah. a deal? Like you know, that aside from like the the heartfeltness, but that, yeah. but again, he backed pretty hard nosed. He backed himself to go to Aberdeen and perform, and he immediately became a big part of that team. So. And that, in a way, makes it harder for Aki's as well because they've seen a guy as good as Ferguson go. I'd reckon him as good as him. Yeah, and that's yeah, that has always yeah. been the Aki's point: is that the players have almost been too good to think to yeah, to be kept. You know, yeah, yeah. Just just a final one on it as well. Done, uh, there was Gary that highlighted this earlier on day. Aki's next six fixtures are Celtic away, Dundee at home, St Johnston at home, Hibs away, Rangers at home, and Aberdeen away. That's <sighs> that's a horror. That's a really difficult way to try and turn that around. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, right, which leaves us two to go. Um, so. <laughs> the two people are not. We're not <laughs> pipping for. <laughs> which is kind of incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's given the season they've had. They were like, well, some of them, how they're going to be. Oh, so, yeah. oh, here we go. Someone, yeah, yeah. Right. Someone about them. Uh, right, so three minutes on Dundee Football Club. Uh, they'll never not be funny. <laughs> Like, even if they become slightly competent, I still will doubt. Like, I think they're the the silent film trapdoor, like, away from something <laughs> happening. You know, that's a. Uh, and my other hot take is I cannot wait to see what they do next season for their third choice kit because like I, how how more fast can you get like that's like this is like I have real worries I'll about what's going on because I've got a good bit on that yeah. but I'll let you finish I have it. real worries for where that Stunt United uh, third choice kit is uh, is going because yeah, it's pretty fast already like, we're going to be commemorating US government backed overhaul like you know of, of Central American dictators yeah. of, of democracy for the dictators you know. um, yeah, yeah like it's like you say Dundee well even though even if they approach competency you kind of always feel that they're owned by an American company who seem to have the club's best interests at heart but, heart, but then doesn't everyone that owned Dundee have best interests at heart, and then things just spiral, and then you got a thirty point deduction, and then Neil McCann scores for some reason. Yeah, and you're getting boys in from the juniors, but, yeah, yeah. exploiting contract loopholes. Uh, my hot, hot take on Dundee is that coming back to the strip, right? So Dundee will turn things round, right? Because they know where the remembrance strip. 
So they've only had they've only oh that's true actually they're, they're, they're big games they're they big are, performances they are undefeated in that strip this season because obviously they drew with Rangers and they won against Hearts last night and last year when they released that for some reason desert camouflage <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a remembrance thing so last year they'd only won three games before playing in their desert camouflage strip. Following following playing in their desert camouflage strip, they won eight games in order to make themselves safe at the end of the season. This year, granted, they've only won twice, but now they've worn their, their remembrance of something kit. Mm. I don't know, I don't actually know quite which one. Um, all of them, probably. Um, and from now on, they will now score. They'll now win six, seven games and make themselves safe by the end of the season. And it's solely down to their terrifying third kits. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah. Science, yeah. like it's science. It's spent a lot of time looking at a lot of Dundee first today. Next year they're just going to have one big poppy. <laughs> Come out dressed in a poppy. Um, I, I, mine was around the fact that I think they seem like they might have made some good signings in January. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, away from the obvious signs of the, the uh, third strip. Um, Andrew Nelson uh, did pretty well getting assists and a, a goal uh, yesterday uh, Dien's come in and uh, seems to be pretty decent made some good saves uh, one off bed especially um, his position and composure was good he was good against Queens as well uh, Dales uh, Gary was saying kind of supported Ralph down the left um, and again looks looks decent and Craig Curran's fine like Craig Curran's <laughs> alright so I think uh, it's early days but the signs are they might have Filled some of the gaps that they had potentially. I would also really like to know how Andrew Davies is going to get injured next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't skip that, over him. Yeah. What's the next thing that sees Andrew Davies get injured? <laughs> Who's it? Was it Real Ferdinand that dropped the ketchup bottle on his foot yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that? Yeah, there's, there's going to be something else, something else. But he's not injury prone. The important thing to remember <laughs> is that a man is injured all the time through. Because it's not a muscle injury, he's not oh, injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's absolutely fine. He's right. gonna like bash his head. He will run a tour of the discovery and bash his head <laughs> and get concussed. Fall and off the of yeah, VNA or yeah, something. Yeah. That penguin in the train station will collapse on top of <laughs> Which brings us to St. Marin, where we have a hot take. Three, last three minutes of hot takes. So three hot minutes on uh, St. Marin. Kieran is going to be back in Northern Ireland by the end of the season. His next job is going to be back in Northern Ireland. I, I don't think he's doing an especially terrible job. I just don't think he's doing much of anything, really. I think it's just kind of, it's like managing failure, isn't it? You kind of bring in a manager who is slightly better than the trash can fires that you've had previously <laughs> and just slightly manages yeah, just, failure. Like, you yeah, kind of, we know where this is going. Slightly better than Tommy Craig is not. Yeah. Like, it is. <laughs> like, Just like as a pleasant man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems nice. Seems competent. He's obviously done well as a manager before, but this is understandably it seems beyond anyone's capability. So uh, yeah, my my hot take is I think that Simon will be relegated via the playoffs, but I would give Kearney the championship season. I think I I like I think yeah. I, I think he's shown. Uh, the previous role in Coleraine like he, I think he does I think he's not a, I don't think he I think he gets there eventually not gets there eventually he builds teams yeah. but it does take a while and I think even like I don't again he seems like he took a manager's job not quite realising the full uh, extent of what yeah as you yeah, said what yeah. exactly that, that garbage storm they, that, they, was, they, that was that uh, was rocking up at the Paisley Stadium particularly was. given that his first game was a draw against Celtic so yes, he must have been yes. like this is a dog <laughs> 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 I mean 
<laughs> and then he looks What's back the in the stand and sees like 27 people in St. Mirren tracksuit. And he was like, oh, so got all of them as well. Okay. Right. Yeah, they've got to deal with every single one of them. And where, where did you come from? Oh, oh the, the Jimmy Vardy Academy. I was like, all right, okay, right, okay. Um, right. Okay. Um. How many, many minibuses has the St. Mirren paid for for the Jimmy Vardy Academy? Endless public park brickings. Uh, my hot take in St Mirren is a little bit different from the pair of you in that I would like to know at which point does someone at St Mirren take responsibility for the present rather than blaming everything on Alan Stubbs <laughs> that's like, a good point like, I, under- I fully understand that Oren Kearney was given a stack deck when he arrived but similarly have they improved in any measurable way the thing is but the thing about uh, of, of this incredible damage that Alan Stubbs has meant to done to the club <laughs> is that in a way it puts everyone else to, like, it, just, it means that what other stewardship of clubs like say Claude and Elkart <laughs> right, was about well oh, that's putting that in perspective you know yeah. it's like uh, but, yeah it, it feels it he does was, feel weird he was like, there for like three months yeah, I mean yeah. and Elkart was at Wraith Rovers for a decent period of time yeah. and it was mental but yeah. you know, it, yeah. it was it unfolded over a, 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 a particular period <laughs> but it, it feels very much like some of as a whole just gone I was just it was all stubs yeah. yeah well because the difference is that if we're using those two specific examples is that Alan Stubbs has had some managerial experience and wasn't like a <laughs> DJ come agent I think that's the crucial difference there and then I we're mean, signing boys from like five aside French but remember, uh, I mean, remember uh, you, say, you, say, you say that <laughs> well, that's, that's right, yeah. you say that we don't know right, yeah, we don't uh, know yeah, 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 <laughs> I just I just, just pres- goals I just assume there's a lot of people drinking red <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Just a few boys that have just like came so, on a Friday, yes. like and just like, Single. oh yeah, graduate of it, and they got the certificate, like an Ian John Soccer account, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're like, oh no, he's a graduate of the Jamie Vardy Academy. Like, Did you see him much on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just, um, but it's fine because they're the fourth biggest club in Scotland, according to their chairman. So yeah, absolutely was, sensational stuff. Um, yeah, that was um, that was a good sort of forty minutes of hot takes. <laughs> I feel much better for doing that after, <laughs> after uh, how I felt leaving for Park last night. Following, well, uh, I'm not sure if anyone saw the footage, but our young team were rearing for a fight last night. Um, again, and I think I think by all accounts, what happened is across the road they uh, were shouting at Motherwell fans, and the young boys were shouting back at them, and it was a bit of an in betweeners dance. So yeah, I think it. so. I was very confused that if, it, if somebody could explain to me quite what happened, as at one point. Just all the Hibs young team went running towards the. With, with, I mean, certainly. With, with they, well, to be fair, they showed more fight than our midfield. More so pace than that Morgan good. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So once again, uh, I think that's that, that's that's us for tonight. Um, thank you once again uh, for listening in. Uh, we are off to record the Patreon, where we are going to do a bit on one man teams just to celebrate the hearts. Um, <laughs> as do you know what I think when we're recording this. Everyone that goes on about how this is a Dead Hearts podcast is going to fucking love this. <laughs> <laughs> the three and a half minutes of absolutely panning them. Um, but yeah, so we're off to record the Patreon. Uh, you can sign up to that at patreon.com slash tennis podcast. Uh, thank you very much for coming through to Glasgow, Duncan. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much, Andy, for thanks. coming from all the other end of the street. Thanks. <laughs> thanks very much, Graham. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.